I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, happy midweek. It's our random routine back. After a little bit of a break, birthdays, weddings, that kind of stuff. Uh, it's our bite-sized bit of inspiration just to get you going. Uh, if, you, if you flag in after a few days. And my name's Dan Simpson. Thank you for finding and listening and streaming to us. Uh, this week, it's the author and the playwright Tom McRae, uh, along with Dan Gillespie-Sells from The Feeling. He wrote the hit musical Everybody's Talking About Jamie, and it's just been made into a movie on Amazon Prime, so this is pretty timely. Uh, Max Harwood and Sarah Lancashire are fantastic in it, gotta say. Uh, Richard E. Grant steals the show. He's only in about three scenes, and he makes it not all about Jamie, but kind of all about him. Uh, it is about the boy in the dress who wants to go to his prom in drag. It's based on a BBC documentary in which that happens. Uh, Tom first came on the show back in 2019. And in the main episode, which you can find by scrolling down on your feed, we discuss writing musicals and the scripts for that, how it's different to novels, how much he thinks about language and the songs that are in there, uh, and his writing space as well, in the sun in LA. I'm exceedingly jealous. Uh, This one is just the routine as always, a little bite-sized chunk of inspiration for you. Uh, And Tom's routine is pretty idyllic, I've got to say. I'm filming at the moment, like literally we're shooting the Jamie movie, so I I don't have a normal routine at the moment, but my normal routine when I'm not actually in uh, production is I don't set an alarm, I wake up naturally, it's often quite late because I'm not very good in the morning, but I try to be uh, be sitting down at my desk by 10.30 and I don't do anything creative in the morning I just do emails phone calls if I've got any meetings I do all that in the morning and get that out of the way and then I'll go for a run before lunch and then eat lunch or have a swim and then I sit down from 2 30 till 5 and that's my writing time and I don't look at any emails after lunch uh unless they're really emergencies because I don't want to get distracted and plus I'm kind of living across two time zones if I'm getting stuff from the UK and the US so it's all like literally all through the night I'd be getting emails anyway uh, and I just focus on what I'm writing. And so I'll, one of the good things about doing kind of the boring stuff in the morning is that in the back of my head, I'll be kind of ticking over what I was doing the day before, what I've got to figure out next. If I've got a meeting and I'm sitting outside an office waiting to go in or just in an Uber or, or whatever it is, it's all good thinking time. So that when I actually sit down, I know what I'm going to write. 
and I type really fast. I learned to touch type when I was 16. So I can type like 120 words a minute, whatever it is. And that's the admin. The actual putting the words on the page is the admin. But all the real work is is thinking about what you're going to do. So I finish dead on five. Even if I'm in the middle of a scene, I finish at five. Because if I'm like, oh, I just want to finish that, that means that by the next day, I'll be really keen to crack on with it. And having that kind of enthusiasm for what I'm doing means that I can be as productive as I am. So those two and a half hours, if as as you say, it's admin time, really. You're just getting the words down that are almost yeah. fully formed in your head. How often do you find yourself being a bit stifled by creativity and actually struggling to get those words down? Uh, no, I don't. If, if, I, if I get stuck, I just stop and I'll look at a YouTube video or read something on Wikipedia or look at the news or look at Instagram, just something that takes a couple of minutes and I'll be doing that and I'll suddenly go, oh, that's how to fix it. So the problem is if you get stuck is not to try and stare at the problem and get writer's block is you literally walk away from it. Uh, and I mean, sometimes like literally I'll go and go into another room or go and do something completely different and that it, you always figure it out. Um, always, always, always. So I, I think if you try and push it, you can get stuck. But if you just let your subconscious kind of take the strain, uh, it will figure out what you need to do next. Aside from that, that method of helping your writer's block, are there any other tips and tricks that you've learned along the way that really helps you get stuff down in those two and a half hours? Um, just don't mess around, like just work. So I don't in the morning I might be looking at you know all kinds of nonsense online or uh, you know just catching up with friends or you know like fun stuff but not productive but for the those two and a half hours I, I really just get my head down and I work and if you know you're going to finish at five and it gets to four and you haven't really kind of got enough down then you know you've got an hour and it makes you focus and it makes you get on with it when I first started out before I'd figured out how to have this routine I might step all night and I'd you know drink red wine and smoke and which I still drink but not when I'm working but I don't smoke anymore but kind of feel like I was you know reinventing the wheel and discovering the story and these characters and all immersed but I burn out after a few days and what I realized was if you keep office hours it will be at my version of office hours then you know you've got to stop at five so you don't mess around between 4.30 and 5. Like you might, that might be the most productive time because you know I've only got half an hour and I've got to get everything done. And then you finish with maybe the scene's not complete, but you know what you're going to do. And then the next morning I'm like, oh, I can't wait to get writing in the afternoon. And then you sit down, it's like a joy um, rather than a chore. I, I, I really enjoy the process of writing. Uh, and partly it's because I don't actually spend that long doing it. And I have a proper social life in the evening. And then I'm always looking forward to getting back to it the next day. You mentioned routine there and also earlier on that because you're in the middle of shooting the movie, things are a bit, you know, up in the air right now in terms of your writing. But how many days do you tend to get down to it? Is it a five day a week five thing? Five day a week. I never work at weekends and I don't look at emails at weekends. So weekends are properly separate and sacred. I don't go on holiday very often because I really like what I'm doing and I don't really want to stop doing it. But weekends are complete downtime. So if I get sent an email on Friday afternoon, I won't reply to it or look at it till Monday morning. You can listen to the full episode or wherever you found this. Just flick back. It was in October 2019, I think. Uh, you can find it there. Uh, if you enjoyed it, if it gave you any inspiration to help your day, you can always pay it back over at patreon.com forward slash writers routine. You can get in touch at writersroutine.com and by following us at writers pod over on Twitter. Uh, and make sure you follow us wherever you get your podcasts. A brand new episode dropping on Friday for you with uh, Joe Thomas, who is the author of 
of the Sao Paulo Quartet, uh, novels of social awareness. Uh, he's lived over in Brazil, lived in Hackney. His books kind of compare the two, and his new novel is Bent. Uh, and he'll be with us on Friday for a new writer's routine. I'll see you then. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Bye. Bye. 